Welcome to Potterfamilias, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Todd Sylvester. And I'm Stefan Sylvester. And I'm going to consume some natural honey. Ooh. We're not sponsored by this. I was going to say, what's the brand name? Also, you just got honey everywhere. Not everywhere. If you, do, if you watch the that's, video that's of this not podcast... That's not safe or sanitary. Well, you're going to get COVID. I, I wasn't running with scissors in my mouth. <laughs> right. Okay. So do you not hear... Like, Did you hear the sentence that you just said? What? Scissors in my mouth. But okay. All right. Never mind. Never what? Mind. No. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just... I, I only was in kindergarten for like two weeks. I would never... like. So we use scissors at our house to cut up chicken nuggets and vegetables and stuff. And I would never... Ever put a pair of scissors in my mouth? Even Why if not? No, because I I'm too scared. I'm then I'm going to cut my tongue off or something. You're not running with them. Yeah, but I, mean, I was always taught you don't run with scissors. I I don't know where that comes from then, but I'm just like terrified of cutting my tongue. Oh man, this is good stuff. Is that local honey? No, because it came from like Colorado. If you're just Sweet. listening to this podcast, these are honey sticks. You can get them online. Apparently, that's a big thing right now. A lot of mm. people eat honey sticks. Mm. It's just basically a sealed straw with honey in it. Clear little straw. Yeah. 15 calories and awesome I'll, on the throat. I'll bet that's where that came from is just that's the cheapest way to package it. I don't know if it's the cheapest. It's nice for the single serving size because mm-hmm. normally you'd stick that little wooden thing that looks like a little comb and in there. And you would actually dip it. Right. And then you'd put, put it in your tea or something like that to put that in your mouth. Then people would be like, don't run with that because <laughs> then it'll stick down your throat and you'll die. Do you know what runs through my head whenever my son has got something sticking in his mouth? My one-year-old who's like just now getting the hang of walking, if he has like a plastic spoon or uh, the other day he had a ruler that he was playing with and he had it in his mouth, it was stuck in his mouth and he was running full speed across the room and I was just like, nope, 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 nope. And I took it away because all I could see was him falling and having the ruler go down his throat. Or all the way through like in SpongeBob or something. Yeah. Like a spatula. Except that it would be really gross in okay. real life. All right. So there you go. That's your image for the beginning of this podcast. That's very delightful. Gross. Hopefully you're like driving to work and you're like, this is really pleasant. I hope you guys are eating. Potterfamilias. This is really pleasant. Listening to this. Yeah, let's go to the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Sorry let's, about uh, I, I I sincerely apologize for that. Everyone. Honey sticks are good though. I like honey sticks. Honey's delicious. It's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been accused several times of being insincere. Okay. Because people think that when I'm giving compliments, I don't mean it. Well, you do come on pretty strong. I I, I will agree with you. Yeah. But just because you come on strong does not mean that you do not mean what you're saying. No, but I think that's probably just based on people's experience. I even had a coworker of mine who I hold in high regard very much respect this woman who said, Todd, can I see you privately? And I was like, okay. And mm. I hate those conversations. Yeah, that's never like you're good. going to the principal's office. And I go in there and she goes, I, I think you, you need to like 
caution yourself what you say. And I thought, oh, crap, okay, what, 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 what was I saying? Like, all right, what's the sexual harassment lawsuit? Right, or right, that's right. exactly where I thought she was going with it. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, when you said to so-and-so that she's beautiful, and and I went, uh-huh. Did, did she, like, not take it right, or did it seem flirtatious? Because I don't want it to be something like that. Right. She goes, well, no, but she's really not beautiful. And I went, are you kidding me right now? She goes, seriously, Todd, in comparison to a lot of the other people. Wow. And I went, okay, now I realize that you're, you, this is your issue. It's not mine. Jeez. She just was trying to think that you can't be sincere in saying it because she's like, oh, you just kind of went over the top. Wow. So she's like, she couldn't believe that you would say that to her because of like she thought she was ugly. No, not she wasn't talking about herself personally. No, 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 I know. She thought right. this other woman was ugly. Yes. That's crazy. It it is crazy sad, but yeah. we have to deal in in the world with a lot of brokenness. Yeah. We got to deal with the mess of the world and you you can't just let it get you down cuz it is what it is. And I know that's a dumb statement to make. Jerry Seinfeld makes fun <laughs> of that all the time. Oh, really? I thought it is what it isn't. You know, you I mean, you can't mm-hmm. say things like that, but the situation that we come into that we find ourselves into sometimes is filled with muck and mire and you just got to deal with it. So I didn't get upset with the woman. I just went, Oh, okay. Listen, I really do believe that that woman that I was talking to is beautiful. Just as I believe you are beautiful. Now you may not like me saying those words in reference to you and this other woman, because you're maybe it diminishes the value of the word beautiful to her, I don't know what her issue was. Which it shouldn't. But I don't have that same issue. Yeah. I didn't have any problems mm. because I truly am being sincere when I give compliments. So after that conversation, I got together with the youth group and I said, we really need to talk about how to give authentic compliments. We really need to talk about that because mm. I don't think, first of all, I don't think people are complimenting one another enough. And secondly, when they even are doing it, they don't even know how to do it. Like they get so disjointed and they get so uncomfortable and they're like, oh, I hope this isn't misread and right. uh, uh, nice shoes. And especially uh, nowadays, like in 2020, it's so easy for things to be misread. Even if your intentions are perfectly innocent and good, everything can be misread, it right. seems. Right. And I'm sure that I've, just as you said, I come across a little... Strong. You do. And I know you, so I know that it's totally sincere and genuine, or at least I hope it is. It is. You know? I, I'm gonna tell you that straight up. No, That's no, the whole reason I, why we're talking about I, this. I'm I'm joking. Okay. Like I know that it's I know that it's sincere. But I can see why someone would think that it wasn't just because it is in comparison so over the top, especially for men in the South. Like nobody does that. <sighs> well, but this is why we're I'm bringing up this topic because they should. They yeah. should. People should be saying the things that I think deep down, many of these people believe this kind of stuff. And that's kind of an easy way for people to literally make the world a better place, right? Amen. Amen. You know? Thank you. It's so easy. It really is easy. I know that it might be a little uncomfortable at first, and men especially. Let's let's just stick with men. This is Potter Familius. Let's mm-hmm. stick with men. Is we can compliment, I think, certain areas. Like, nice shot. You know, good good size buck on the wall. I mean, th- there's certain things. What? Nothing. It's just good, nice truck. <laughs> I know. Look at those wheels. I know that you don't really hunt or like 
ever say any of these things. So it's funny to hear you trying to I'm say like, trying I to think use this examples. is what people compliment. You know? I th- I'm trying to use examples. I don't know. No, no, no. So what you should, what, okay, let's, let's, let's clarify here. What we're talking about is you should make compliments that are based on the actual intrinsic beauty of the person and not necessarily any particular quality. Although there's nothing wrong with compliments that are for a particular aspect or attribute of a person. The idea with a compliment is that you want to, like we've talked about before in previous episodes, you want to make the person feel safe and accepted and valued. Right. And so that's what a compliment is supposed to do. Now, if you have an ulterior motive, it's different. Like when I first met my wife, a lot of my compliments were designed to make her aware that I was romantically attracted to her. But they were still probably authentic. Yeah. I mean, it was really how I felt. But at the same time, it's like... I think we're talking about the types of compliments that are supposed to make people feel good in a really authentic way. Right. And the purest form is not one that has an ulterior motive. Mm -hmm. We are giving these compliments because, A, it is true, and you're recognizing the goodness and the beauty that is intrinsically given by God. Yeah. So every single person that you come in contact with, you can say... You are beautiful. Yeah. And it freaks people out when you do that. But it's true every single time. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you get in touch with that reality and start communicating it to people, you're right. I have to be cautious at times and control myself in that I only give it in, just as you talked about, a safe environment. So when people know me, I can compliment a whole lot more. We talked about it in an earlier podcast. Sometimes I've had people that have come to me and said, Todd, I just need a little Todd in my life. Yeah. I know exactly what they mean. Right. So so let's let's contrast that with the way that I approach this thing, because obviously you and I are pretty different Mm -hmm. personality-wise. And one of the primary differences, just in terms of how we relate to other people, just in our broad circle of friends and acquaintances, is I am way more reserved than you are. Now, I'm pretty extroverted, but in comparison to you... <laughs> so wait, what are you trying to say? In comparison to you, I am very reserved. <laughs> and I, I will say that in the right company, um, I, I am a pretty... Like people... Like nobody would ever describe me as anything other than an extrovert. Right. However, I think that when it comes to sharing my actual opinions on things or really letting people know what I'm thinking or feeling like I tend to reserve a lot of that stuff. Whereas for you, and by the way, this is not a criticism. I, I don't actually, take it as one. I really love this about you. Yeah, I don't you, take it as one at all. You wear your entire identity, exactly who you are, on your sleeve. And, and, that's, this, and it's totally visible. And, and this, I love that. But this is going to come as a surprise to most people because when I took a, some of those personality tests, I, it turns out, and I would agree with this, even though even mom disagrees with this, I am what is called an extroverted introvert. That's false. It is not false because that's your opinion. when people ask me, no, when they wrong. start asking the question, you be quiet. You're definitely wrong. Be quiet. What? When people ask me, do you prefer, do you prefer? to be in a group setting or in an individual setting or even just like a one-on-one type Mm -hmm. thing, my first question before I can answer that question is, are you removing the moral obligation? What? Exactly. They go, what What are you talking about, Todd? Because I feel like I am morally obligated to be a light unto the world, to be salt- to unto the earth. Okay. And therefore, it is better 
for the proclamation of the kingdom Mm -hmm. to be in a group setting. Yeah. Even though I do not get fed by that personally. I know people who are true extroverts. When they get into a group setting, it it enlivens them. And they're like, oh, this is awesome. I'm getting life from this. Whereas with me, I get tapped out. I'm exhausted by well, the end of so it. So do I. But hang on a second. We're not, uh, extroverted and introverted are just general terms that describe where you get your energy from. Right. No, I, I know. So when when I'm saying, like, I was joking, obviously, but I really do think that you're probably more of an extrovert than not because everybody's on a spectrum. It's not like mm-hmm. you're only right. one or only right. the other. But I think that you're actually more extroverted than I am because you seem to get more energy from being around other people than even I do. This I would say I disagree with because there were so many times in my life where I was given the opportunity to either be in a group setting or take my Eno and a book and head into the woods where no one would see me. Okay, well, hang on a second, though. Like, I, I love parties as much as the next extrovert, but... I also, you know how much of a voracious reader I was when I was a teenager. Right. But and but if so, you heard the party going on, let's say you're in the woods. Oh, yeah. And you heard the party. I would go to the party. I would be like, I hope they don't find me. Yeah. That's the difference. And I'm married to an introvert, like a straight up introvert. Yeah. So And, it's and trust funny me, it's, it's not like I'm one of those people that goes, oh, I hate it when people come over. Okay. That's fair. So let me go back to the point yes, that I was yes. making. Sorry. Wait. <laughs> so... I am pretty extroverted, but I also don't I don't share as much of myself with everybody that I meet all the time as you do. Okay. And I do that for a specific reason. It's because I for a while felt what you were just describing about that moral obligation to be a light unto the world, and I realized very quickly as an older teenager and then as a young adult that I don't have that in me. Right. And I really mean that. Like I don't have it in me sure. to to give myself to everybody that I'm encountering all the time at the same level that you do. And so what I do instead is pick and choose my relationships, even with acquaintances, even with people that I don't know super well. I pick and choose those relationships really carefully. And obviously, I try not to be a jerk to anybody, but I pick and choose the people that I'm going to invest time and energy in a lot more sparingly, I think, than you do. Okay, and that's fair. I've just, over the years, developed this where I just feel like if people, if I come in contact with people and they do not feel loved, if they do not feel noticed, if they don't feel appreciated mm-hmm. in some way, then I have failed. Yeah. And that's just a personal thing. And, and, I, and I don't put that on totally anyone else. It's totally fair. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that's an incredible responsibility. It is. Welcome to, put to on yourself. Christianity, though. Well, mean, well, hang on a second, though. So... Do you think that everybody is called to do that exactly the same way that you do? No, then not why, exactly. Then the why same are you way. saying welcome to Christianity? That's such a moral high ground thing to say. I meant from my place. Right, but you said it in such port- a way as if as if there's this expectation attached to it. I'm just like, geez. Well, I do think that every single day we are supposed to grow in some level. Yeah, but we all have different ways of accomplishing that. So yeah. we're talking about compliments specifically here. Do you think that every Christian, every person who understands their vocation with a little v, the one that they're supposed to do every day, mm-hmm. is supposed to uh, aggressively compliment everyone the same way that you do? I don't think it's fair to define it that way because okay, well, pe- people will look at it and go aggressively. Okay, fair. Hang on. So, so let me, all right, let me give, let me do it the, the devil's advocate. Okay. Way. So yeah. do you think that it's reasonable to 
to suggest that every Christian is supposed to go about their their day being a light, complimenting everyone the way that you do. You can't say the way that you do, because that's that's where I would disagree. But it's particular to you, what you're describing, because you no, compliment people. I do. This is what I think. I, I would actually continue to use that word aggressively. You compliment people aggressively. Um, I'm going to say I would use a different word. Because again, aggressively, there's or too many negative connotations in, with intensely. that. Intensely. Okay, I'll take intensely. You compliment people intensely. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. And I'm not comfortable doing it. I tried for a while, and I just wasn't. It wasn't me. It didn't feel authentic to the way that I'm supposed to love people. All right, but see again, some of these words. You know, this is where our philosophy brains start getting into. High yeah, gear. and I can I can define all this stuff for you. It's I, not like I'm just pulling this stuff. You know, from you, nowhere. I I know you don't do that. That's why yeah. I enjoy conversing with you. Yeah. But but this is this is the point I'm trying to make. Paterfamilias, everyone. Yeah. When, when Christ says you need to deny yourself, take up your cross, I think every single day we're supposed to be stretched a little bit more to become more like Christ. Okay, So that That's when, when people come in contact with us, they're supposed to in some way encounter him. Yeah. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do. The, the authenticity of it, that goes back to how do you even give authentic compliments? How, how do you get good at this? Okay, so actually, I, I, have, I have a couple of thoughts about that. Okay. So when I was saying that we are supposed to give authentic compliments that aren't necessarily particular to any quality that a person has, mm-hmm. like, for example, complimenting their truck or yeah. saying, great job in the big game, like, those are good and real compliments, However, the best compliments are the ones that make people feel like they are valued for who they are, right. not for what they can do. Right. Right? So that's one of the reasons why I pick and choose the people that I'm going to invest time and energy into. And what I mean by that is I'm investing time and energy into the relationship so that I can get to know them well enough to be able to compliment them in that way and not just have these external things that I can see. And because I feel like it adds more meaning to being able to compliment someone authentically if you can do it in a deeper way than just oh here's this external thing that anyone might be able to see and i'm just going to tell you good job i think that's absolutely valid yeah because but it's totally different from the way that you do it no no it's not it may seem like it is but it's not because i agree with you there the validity of it because look at the life of jesus himself Mm -hmm. he had his inner circle Peter, James, and John were set apart even just from the 12 who were set apart from the 72 who were set apart from the 5,000. Yeah. And it, in those close relationships, I believe, you know, he wasn't speaking and interrelating with the people of the 5,000 in the same way that he was Peter, James, and John. Yeah. So in, in my life, there are those people, it may seem like I'm just tossing it around like wildflowers as I skip through, <laughs> you know, life. That's not how it really works. Yeah. I do want people to feel loved. I do want them to f- feel validated. Mm-hmm. I, I especially want them to feel noticed. Yeah. Because if they don't feel recognized, then people feel like they're invisible. And that's the worst way to live. Yeah. So the authentic compliments that I give them may seem like it's I'm just oozing sugar from me, and that's not really how it is. I'm I'm very concise. Yeah. And I'm very conscious about the way that I speak 
to people, the ones that are closest to me are the ones where I am no holds bar going to be giving love in a way over the top manner, which yeah. is very different from the cashier at the grocery store. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I don't even I don't even think that I would accuse you of what you're talking about, where you're just giving sugary to use the word that you use mm-hmm. compliments to everybody all the time. I don't think that's a fair even self-assessment because I know that like I understand what you're doing. So my criticism is just taking the the philosophy that you're using to do this and then applying that to everybody. So I think that if you do that, it's like okay, fair enough. You can put the same like motivation mm-hmm. there because of if you're a Christian, you know, you understand that you are supposed to live in a certain specific way and that would apply to how you interact with people in all of your relationships, whether they're deep friendships or just acquaintances at okay. the grocery store. Okay. So knowing that, it's still going to look completely different from Christian to Christian, the way that they live that out. Absolutely. I agree with and you. And so that's the reason why we can have identical understandings of how this is supposed to work, but the way that we both live it out is wildly different. Now, prob- like if people don't really know us super well, then they would probably say both of us give a lot of compliments and it can get a little absurd. And it's like, okay, fair enough. But but it's still very different. Like yeah. I, I don't share nearly as much of myself with everybody as you do, like I was saying before. And that includes compliments because I feel like you're sharing something of yourself with somebody if you're going to compliment them. I think we're splitting hairs on the details because really the 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 point that I was trying to make is we shouldn't just be striving for our own personal comfort. Oh, I see. We should be always allowing ourselves to be stretched a little bit more mm-hmm. and to love a little bit more. I, I remember years ago when I was a singer and I met Rich Mullins and it was one of the best things in my life, you know, being yeah. able to meet him. And uh, I, I was trying to impress him because I was this young new artist and, and I, I, I told him something that I'd thought of that I thought he would think was cool. I was like, yeah, and because, you know, I'm just a regular guy, I'm not going to sign autographs because I'm just a regular guy. And I thought he was going to go, yeah, that's cool, man. And he said, well, that's really stupid. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? you're like the cool Christian artist. Like, why would you, I'm thinking to myself, why would you say that? And he goes, you, you got to give a little bit of yourself to these people. They, they want a piece of you. Yeah. And I thought about that because at first I was really upset with him. <laughs> right. And then later on, I, I was like, you know, he's right. People want, a little bit of piece, a little piece of you, not not in a bad way, not in a, like a you know, hey, I want a piece of you. Right. It's it's they want to feel like there's a connection. Mm-hmm. So even the person in the grocery store, at the cashier, wants a piece of you. Yeah. And it it doesn't mean that you're going to sit there and share the most intimate parts of of your life. But it does mean that we have to give a little bit of ourselves. We have to give a little bit of that time. We have to give a little bit of our, especially our attention, that eye contact. Remember you're talking about that with your kids? You know, yeah. It's really, really important that, that people kind of have an experience with each other. And that's where compliments, I think, come from is... Even like I was at the grocery store one time and we were doing something and we ran into somebody who's definitely just an acquaintance. I honestly forgot her name and 
she was like chatting with me and I hate it when people remember my name and I don't remember theirs. That's, that's another thing that I'm trying to work on and trying to get better. But she had said something and I forget what it was. And, and, but I was like, Oh, that's so sweet. That was, you're, you're just really sweet. And she goes, no, I'm not. And I said, no, you, you really are. That was really sweet. And Stefan, she paused and I think she teared up like it was crazy because she yeah. knew I meant what I was saying. Yeah. That's an authentic compliment. I meant what I was saying. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't uncomfortable. People can tell when it's real. Yeah. And that's the point yeah. is I really did mean it. It was it was a coming from my heart and I wanted it to go to her heart. And that's what authentic compliments are. Yeah. Makes sense. It does. That makes perfect sense. So that's my two cents is that I think we need to stretch ourselves. You get a lot of people that will say, Todd, I'm just not comfortable doing this. I know. No one is comfortable doing this. Especially at first. Especially at first, it's not comfortable. I I used to hate getting made fun of when I was trying to change my words and I was trying to be more positive in speech and I would share things and people would totally make fun of me. And I I had to say to myself, all right, either I'm going to try to continue and overcome all this or I'm just going to bail and go back to what I was doing before, which was either making sarcastic comments or not speaking at all. Yeah. And I know I'm called to something bigger than that, right? Yeah, I agree. I think we both are, or we all are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You're awesome. Thank you. So are you. I'm glad that you taught me how to do this stuff. Oh, you're, I, I, I get too much credit. I get too much credit. That's what I think. So if you would like to continue to support Paterfamilias, you can do that by subscribing, liking, sharing, sharing, doing all the things, and possibly prayerfully discerning on becoming a patron. So the link is down in the description. And if you want to support us so that we can continue with this and maybe even upgrade some of our equipment, that'd be awesome. That would. You get one extra episode every week. And we get super personal. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Thanks so much for listening to Potter Familias. We appreciate y'all.